and welcome to the 81st episode of the podcast F4. We're calling it that since it's easier to say than food and frightening film fanatics. Before we get started, our usual disclaimer, heavy spoilers ahead. Turn back now if you haven't seen these movies. This week we're talking about Night of the Demons. There are four movies total in the franchise. Note, these uh, movies should not be confused with several other movies with similar titles. There is Night of the Demon, singular, from 1957 from UK. It's also known as Curse of the Demon. An American psychologist travels to England to investigate a satanic cult who is suspected of murdering people. It was on the UK video nasties list, and Martin Scorsese had it on his list of scariest movies of all time. I've not seen it, so it might be worth a look. Then next up we have Night of the Demon, also singular, from 1983. It's about some students tracking Bigfoot. We also have Dario Argento's two demon movies, and then there were a number of um, other loosely related sequels that I might cover at some point. So this movie, the first one is Night of the Demons, plural, from 1988, a.k.a. Halloween Party, written and produced by Joe Augustine, directed by Kevin S. Tenney, starring Amelia Kincaid. She is sometimes credited as Mimi Kincaid, and she played Angela, also starring uh, Scream Queen Lene Quigley as Bestie Suzanne. She's been in lots of things, Graduation Day, Silent Night, Deadly Night, etc., and also starring Kathy Potterwell, who plays Judy, She's the one wearing the uh, Alice in Wonderland costume. Um, Alvin Alex, he plays Roger. He's dressed as a pirate. Hal Havens as Stooge. And William Gallo as Sal. The second movie is Night of the Demons 2 from 1994. So six years later, this was direct-to-video. Directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith. Screenplay again by Joe Augustine. Starring... Uh, again, returning Amelia Kincaid as Angela, Christy Harris as BB, Christine Taylor as Terry, Darren Hearns as Z Boy, Robert Jade, sorry Jane as Bobby, Merle Kennedy as Mouse, and we also have Father Bob, who's played by Rob McQuarrie, and Sister Gloria, played by Jennifer Rhodes, and both of those actors you've seen in lots of stuff. Number three, Night of the Demons 3 from 1997. So three years later, this movie is also known as Demon House, also direct to video. Again, written by Kevin S. Tenney, directed by James Kaufman, starring again Amelia Kincaid as Angela, also starring Larry Day as Larry, Chris Holden Reed as Vince. Uh, I remember him mostly from the uh, Lost Girl Canadian series. Uh, he's been a number of things, and Gregory Kalpakin as Nick. And the last movie is a remake, again called Night of the Demons, from 2009, so 12 years later, produced by Kevin S. Tenney, again, directed by Adam Girash, who co-wrote along with Jace Anderson, produced by Craig McKay, Kevin S. Tenney, Michael Arata, starring... Edward Furlong, you remember him from Terminator 2 as Colin. Monica Kinney as Maddie. She was in uh, Freddy vs. Jason. And Bobby Sue Luther as Suzanne. Shanna 
Elizabeth plays Angela in this version. Of course, she is pretty well known for American Pie, 13 Ghosts. Um, and she is also one, used to be one of the leading celebrity poker players, but I'm not sure she's active these days. Also in the movie are Diora Baird as Lily, Michael Capone as Dex, and Linnea Quigley makes a cameo here as Ballerina. So those are the four movies. Where to find these movies? The original and the 2009 remake are on Amazon Prime. Amazon has Night of the Demons 2, but it's not free. It costs $4. You can also buy it on YouTube for $4. There is a free copy of 3 on YouTube. Um, I couldn't really find it anywhere else. And then the 2009 remake is on Tubi. None of these movies are on Shudder, Netflix, Hulu, or Vudu. Rotten Tomato scores, the first movie, Night of the Demons, critics gave it a 36, audiences gave it a 55, Night of the Demons 2, this was direct video so not rated by critics, audiences gave it a 51, Night of the Demons 3, again, direct video not rated by critics, audiences gave it a 28, and Night of the Demons the remake, critics gave it a 33, audiences gave it a 25. So you can see in terms of critics, highest they got was 36% with the original movie. And then audiences, the highest was the original movie. And then the uh, Night of the Demons 2. And then the lowest ranked was the remake at 25%. So the plot. These movies are considered horror comedies. So not supposed to be super scary, just supposed to be fun. And the character of Angela is the only common denominator in all of these movies. Um, as I usually do, I will read the IMDb synopsis and then just a few notes about the plot. So the first movie, IMDb says, 10 teenagers party at an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night when an evil force awakens, demonic spirits keep them from leaving and turn their gathering into a living hell. So this is high school students in an old funeral home known as Hull House. They decide to hold a seance, which is a really bad idea, and the demons in the basement are awakened, and the demons possess people by kissing them or having sex with them. They want a living host uh, because they cannot inhabit a dead body. And then everybody starts getting possessed, and we know from the beginning of the movie, because they tell us, there is a brick wall surrounding the, uh, the house and the property that is built over a stream, which according to legends, the demons can't cross. So, after several close calls and almost everybody is killed, we are down to Judy and Roger, and they end up being the only survivors because they get across the uh, brick wall. And um, then they walk back to, uh, I guess, their houses. It shows them walking at the end. Um, so memorable scenes in this movie were the uh, lipstick in the boob scene, which is very strange. Uh, that's one I think, if you ask people what's the strangest um, scene they remember in this franchise, that would probably be, be it. And also another good scene of Angela dancing when she becomes a demon. So that's number one. Night of the Demons 2, IMDb says, High school students throw a Halloween party 
in a mansion haunted by a young demon. This time around, some high school students from a Catholic academy end up at Hull House, and they know the story of what happened to Angela there, but think it's just an urban legend and keep trying to scare each other. They include Angela's sister, known as Mouse. Her real name is Melissa, Melissa, and she wants nothing to do with the place. Apparently, her parents committed suicide after they got a letter that they thought was written by Angela, uh, even though they assume she's dead, and then they committed suicide. Uh, we also have Christine Taylor, who played Terry in an early role. You remember her as Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. She was also in Dodgeball. And she, I think, is still married to Ben Stiller. I'm not sure. So bad things start happening, and the kids, as the kids leave Hull House, which I'm surprised because I thought they were going to be stuck there, and you think since they have left and passed over the stream that they'll be safe, but nope. One of them brought a tube of lipstick from inside the house, and the demons were inhabiting that. So they start killing everyone back at the academy, and then the group, and then they kidnap Mouse, and then the group heads back to Hull House to try to save everybody, um, or at least who's left at that point. In a fun turn, Perry, who's a guy who was like trying to invoke demons anyway, and Sister Gloria start fighting off the demons with rulers, super soakers, and balloons filled with holy water. So that was pretty fun. The survivors in this one are Mouse, call her Melissa, BB, and Johnny, and Sister Gloria. Memorable scenes from this one include uh, the lipstick snake crawling across the floor uh, and up, uh, I can't remember who it was, skirt. Um, that was pretty uh, freaky. That reminded me of the scene, the uh, tree rape scene from The Evil Dead. And then another memorable scene is when Angela turns into a giant snake. Number three, um, IMDB says a group of delinquents accidentally shoot a police officer to avoid arrest and they hide out in the abandoned house uh, unaware it is haunted. This one's pretty bad. Um, so basically, that's what that's all that happens. Um, they end up back at Hell House, Hull House. Um, they get knocked off one by one. Two people end up making it out alive, and they vow to return every Halloween to make sure nobody else accidentally gets into the house to awaken the spirits. So that's really about it. Not much uh, exciting going on there. Lastly, Night of the Demons 2009, the remake. IMDb says a group of kids go to a Halloween party only to face down a group of demons. So the first movie was high school kids. Um, and this one is adults in a haunted mansion in New Orleans. So... I don't think we knew what location the first movie took place in, but this one is New Orleans. The movie opens in 1925. Evangeline is in love with Louis, and they have a seance. The demons need seven souls in order to escape hell. And so they start inhabiting the people who attend the seance, and Evangeline hangs herself in order to stop them from inhabiting her body because she would have been number seven. Then we go back to present day. Same setup as previously. The group finds six skeletons in the basement. 
These were the house guests of Evangeline. One bites someone, and then we're off to the races. People start dropping like flies. The survivors at that point head to a maid's room who, uh, in 1925, uh, scrawled a bunch of different spells on the wall in order to protect them. So as long as they stay in that room, they're fine. But, of course, the demons trick them into thinking it's morning and they can come out. And more people get killed. And eventually the sole survivor is Maddie. But we're not sure initially that she's a sole survivor. Because like Evangeline, she hangs herself to keep the demons from getting to her. But at daybreak, we see that she's actually tricked them. She only appeared to hang herself. And... Instead, the rope was also around her waist. So the demons have been vanquished once more because they only come out at Halloween. And she leaves the estate. Um, and she heads out the front gate. Um, we'll talk about uh, trivia for this one. Um, but the CGI was pretty good in it, I thought, despite uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score. So trivia, general trivia... There is a documentary about the franchise called The Party's Just Begun, The Legacy of the Night of the Demons. It was in the works as of February 2020, but there are no updates on the website since everything's delayed due to COVID. There is a trailer on YouTube, so check that out, though. Um, there's also a documentary called You're Invited, Making Night of the Demons on YouTube, so that's about an hour long, and it has some interviews on it, so that's fun to watch. And then there are also several other panel discussions available on YouTube. Now the Demons 1. It has fun intro graphics with the demons flying around. And they still surprisingly hold up pretty well today. Um, in the Making the Night of the Demons, they talk about how they came about uh, finding someone to do the animation. So I thought that was a very good intro and it gets you in the spirit of what's going on. Lene Quigley, Suzanne, and special effects artist Steve Johnson met when she came in to get a mold for her fake breast done. Remember the lipstick in the breast scene? Um, one of the favorite scenes, well, that's where it is. One of the favorite scenes is where she shoves a tube of uh, lipstick through her nipple. Interestingly, they ended up later getting married. I think they divorced after several years, but um, that's how they met and eventually got married. Produced for a modest $1.2 million, the film racked up outrageously large grosses in this limited release. Debuted in Cleveland, it hit New York City at Thanksgiving and earned $3.1 million holding screens until the end of the summer. I'm sorry, until the end of the year. Um, Amelia Kincaid choreographed her own dance scenes. She had uh, worked as a backup dancer for, we may talk about it in a second, um, a number of famous uh, singers. Had the movie opened nationwide with the numbers it earned in Detroit, it was projected to have earned $13 million domestically in its opening weekend, which it would have ranked amongst the top grossing horror films of the decade. Kathy Potterwell who played Alice in the first movie, quit her job working as a waitress in the wake of being cast as Judy. Hal Havens refused to show his posterior. He played Moose in the mooning scene in the film. I think instead they had him wear uh, boxers that had a pumpkin on them. 
The house used in the main location was eventually demolished and subsequently replaced by a Ralph's supermarket. During an interview, Linnea Quigley was asked if she had ever been in the audience of fans and just watched their reactions to one of her movies. She replied, I have, and it's really fun. Actually, when I first saw Night of the Demons, I went to see it in a drive-in. It was really a great experience, except I forgot that the first scene I filmed was my bare butt bending over, and it was up on the screen really big, and I was like, oh God, and a little embarrassed. Linnea Quigley had gained notoriety for her portrayal of Trash in Return of the Living Dead from 1985 and was asked to come in for an audition by the filmmakers who were fans of the movie. She initially rejected the offer to audition, believing that she was too old to convincingly portray a teenager. Her agent insisted that she go in, and after a couple more requests, she eventually did audition. To her surprise, they cast her on the spot. So if you remember her from um, The Return of the Living Dead, that's a fun role as well. This movie was shot in four weeks. Rue McClanahan from The Golden Girls, Blanche Devereaux, um, is the aunt of choreographer of uh, Amelia Kincaid. And she played a visit to the set during the filming. When we first see Angela in the convenience store, she's wearing cross earrings. Later in the movie, when she's dancing with Stooge and she has become possessed, her cross earrings are upside down, a popular sign of the devil. Linnea Quigley had to come in and practice the eye-gouging scene. In 2014 interview, director Kevin S. Tinney was talking about filming the infamous lipstick scene with Linnea Quigley. Quigley had been nude modeling long before she had been starring in movies, so she was completely comfortable doing the scene. She read the script, saw what we were going to do, sent her over to Steve Johnson, who made the cast of her breast, and the rest is history. According to Joe Augustine, the original script contained a gay couple and an interracial kiss, but was deemed too radical by some producers as well as the director. Although his uncredited Frank Welker provided the voice of Angela when she was possessed. An early draft of the script had a priest blessing the audience at the start of the movie. I think they pulled that because they thought it was too hokey. And as I already said, this movie was originally titled Halloween Party. One proposed alternative title for the movie that ultimately wasn't used was Demon Boogie. The line, eat a bowl of shit, that Hal Havens says was the actual remark that John Belushi said while performing a comedy routine live on stage. According to actress Linnea Quigley, the house used in the film was very had very little dressing done to it, and it was in pretty bad shape at the time. Many of the items, furniture, and decor were authentic to the original building. The film is... The inspiration for horror trash metal band Hull House, fronted by actor Zach Martin under the name uh, Zachy Gorehound. Amelia Kincaid explained in an interview that an ice bucket was provided for her to extinguish the liquid and fire on her fingers right after she does the warming her hands over the fire scene or else the liquid and fire would have burnt off her hands had she waited too long. 
Night of the Demons 2 trivia. Rick sarcastically refers to Terry, Christine Taylor, as Marsha. Taylor would play Marsha in the Brady Bunch movie in 1995, a year later. Some of the scenes involving Angela floating on the hallways were taken from the first Night of the Demons movie. Joe Trilling is a natural blonde. She dyed her hair black to play Shirley. In 2009, the horror website An Arrow in the Head chose Christy Harris's boobs in this film as number five on their list of top ten boobs in horror movies. The book Father Bob is reading in bed is The Catcher in the Rye. Now the Demons 3. Um, again, most of the scenes involving Angela floating in the hallway and some inside shots of Whole House were taken from the original movie. In the convenience store scene, a VHS of the first Night of the Demons is sitting on the shelves by the checkout counter. Kevin S. Tenney, director of the original movie, has since expressed dissatisfaction with the final cut of the movie. I'll agree, it's pretty boring. With the exception of the credits, Angela's name is never spoken in this movie. Now on to the remake from 2009. Linnea Quigley, who played Suzanne in the original movie, makes a short appearance in an early scene wearing the same ballerina costume and shot from the same angle as she was in her first scene in the original film. John F. Beach's audition scene was the one where his character comes out of the bathroom dazed after having just witnessed one of the girls insert a lipstick into her breast. Released straight to DVD. Most of the demonic eyes were not contact lenses, but digital effects. Diora Baird and Monica Kina have both battled prior mass killers. Monica stood up to both Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees in Freddy vs. Jason, while Diora fell victim to Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. So that's it for trivia, not as much as we have for some franchises. Why should you watch these movies? Well, if you approach them as horror comedies, I think they're a lot of fun. I was surprised uh, I had more fun watching them than I thought I would. Uh, I had seen the original one years ago um, and then went back and revisited it again. So I, I think they're fun. Um, in the original, besides the scenes we've talked about, the most famous ones, we also have the Angela shoplisting scene at the uh, beginning of the movie, which is a lot of fun, considering she has this big giant bag and she's just uh, stuffing anything possible uh, into it as uh, Linnea is keeping the uh, kids working at the... Um, counter distracted by bending over uh let's see the wraparound scene was also fun there's an interesting wraparound scene with a crazy guy uh when the kids are first headed towards the house and then when the two survivors uh final survivors are leaving the house so that was fun and um, I think it still holds up pretty well even though it was done in the 1980s and of course much of that was practical effects and not CGI. So I would suggest if you were going to watch these that you watch one, possibly two because some people consider two to be maybe better than one. I like them both. Um, three, of course, I didn't like. Four, um, I, I didn't think it was horrible. So... 
if you only could watch two, I'd watch the one and two. Or if you can watch another one, check out the remake. Um, this is one of the lesser known franchises, horror franchises. So recipe for this week, there is a Night of the Demons cocktail. Uh, it's blue in honor of the blue smoke that's used in the movies. It's from the website goodcocktails.com. And let's see, it has one half ounces vodka, one ounce peach schnapps, one half ounce blue caracal, half ounce pineapple juice, uh, garnish with a cherry, pour all ingredients into shaker with ice, shake and strain into a chilled martini glass. So that is a cocktail that's inspired by this movie. And where to find us. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please give us a five-star if you like what you're hearing. We need all the help we can get. We're also on Twitter at Food and Fright. Contact us by email at foodandfright at gmail.com or check out our website at foodandfrighteningfilmfanatics.podbean.com. Until next week, please stay safe. Even though it's a new year, we still have the same virus we had last year. So uh, please, everyone, stay safe, and we'll see you here next week. Bye.